Blog Talk Radio. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I will show you around. I love it that you bottom dollar, you lose the blues in Chicago, Chicago, the town that Billy Sunday couldn't shut down. On State Street, that great street, I just want to say, they do things they don't do on Broadway. They have the time, the time of their life. I saw a man, he danced with his wife in Chicago, Chicago, my hometown. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I'll show you around. I love it, that you bottom dollar, you lose the blues in Chicago, Chicago. The town of Billy Sunday could not shut down. Ah, State Street, that great street, I just want to say. They do things that they never do on Broadway. They, they have the time, the time of their life. I saw a man and he danced with his wife in Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, that's my hometown. We are so classy. Mm -hmm. Hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Tasha. Hi. Welcome to the Chit Hi, Tasha. Oh, my God. It's been a while. Yeah. No, that was specifically uh, played for our guest. And when he comes on, I'm sure he's going to tell us that he loves us and he loved the song and everything's cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I'm going to start. I'm going to introduce him right now. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read this. Actually, I should sing it like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That would be horrifying. I was going to say, please don't. <laughs> yeah, okay. I won't. Okay. Our guest was born and raised in the Windy City of Chicago. Surprise. Before moving to L.A., he, yes, he played professional football in Europe, was a restaurant owner, and by the way, um, word has it is that he's a fantastic cook. We're going to have to ask him about that. And he worked as a model. After catching the acting bug, he relocated to L.A. and made his way to the small screen in daytime drama and primetime dramas such as Revenge, Vegas, Criminal Minds, Monk, and The Last Ship. He became a viral sensation featured as a construction worker who cleans up the supersized mess left by Superman in the Man of Steel commercial. Speaking of superheroes, one of his recent uh, roles was portraying Batman Bruce Wayne in an upcoming film, The City with Two Faces. 
He's working on several projects, including the collaboration with his friend, director-writer Kevin McMahon, in a film based on a viral story called The Last Goodbye. He not only co-wrote and co-produced this amazing project, but will have a principal role in the film. So please welcome back our friend, writer, producer, actor, cook, sports fanatic, and our honorary, honorary third chick, Guy Nardulli. Hi, Guy. Chicago, Chicago hey, that toddling town. I love that. <laughs> that's that. Oh, you love God. it? You brought me into Sinatra. I mean, that you guys, yeah. you know my heart. You know my yeah. heart. I, I love it. I love it. What's up, guys? Not much. We're just excited to talk to you. Yeah, oh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. I know you were on last year, and we we had a whole we we did an entire show with you, and then you you've called in a couple of times, so that's why you're an honorary chick. You've just made it. Just, well, I appreciate it. You have arrived. I appreciate it, and I take that with pride. I I wear that on my sleeve. Okay, well, you know there is an initiation later, so. Be prepared. Oh. All right. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I'll, see. I'll look forward to that. <laughs> All right, Guy. Let's go. Just let's get down to it, shall we? Um, you know, the last time you were on our show, you know, you, you you talked a little bit about you know your transition to Chicago to you know being a successful actor in LA. But for our new listeners, can you maybe kind of go through that again for us? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, God, I've been out here now in L.A. for 11 years. Um, left Chicago after I got done playing football. I opened up uh, you know, a restaurant in Chicago. And then I was doing some fitness modeling. I was down in Jamaica. And the uh, woman that was running the event you know, was telling me I should get out to, uh, get out to California. And, you know, that's a place for me to be. And I came out, was working on a pilot right away. And I didn't get picked up. And then I got lucky and I landed in General Hospital. Worked on uh, that show for a bit. And then mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to get on, you know, Criminal Minds. Pretty much every cop drama that's out there, I, I you know, mm-hmm. I worked on. And then I started writing. And, you know, I got one script that we want to shoot in Chicago. And then another one uh, that you guys mentioned that uh, Kevin and I uh, collaborated on and we're excited yeah. to work on and really excited to get that out there. Right. But it's been, it's been a process. It's been, it's, been a, it's been a fun ride, you know. It's, uh, mm-hmm. And you know, it's just going to get better. Yeah, when you say successful actor, you know your definition of success has to be, you know, pretty, pretty relative on what, what's going on. I personally love what I'm doing, and I consider myself a huge success. I may not be Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise, but you know, I'm working and I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun, and I can't and ask for a better. I, yeah, I can't ask yeah. for a better life right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's and, and that's what's important. You're working is, you know, that's that's huge because I know a lot of actors struggle, you know, just to to make ends meet. So that's for sure. And you really, I want to talk to you a little bit about your writing. You know, what's your writing process like? Ah, well, uh, to be honest with you, I mean, I've never really written anything in my entire life. I mean, like through high school, even in college, I really didn't write a lot of stuff. I, you know, being an athlete, I had a lot of people write things for me. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got I got rid of murder in, in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but when I wrote my first script out here, I initially took um, a script, you know, another script that I was reading, and I 
pretty much followed that format. And I tried to, you know, come up with my story as I'm writing it, copying that format, you know, with the exterior and trying to, you know, using my imagination and such. Otherwise, I really don't have a set format of writing for myself. Uh-huh. Like you, uh-huh. I, I won't write out an outline first. I'll just go, I dive right into it, and hopefully, I can get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But have you you've written uh, before with Kevin? Is that correct? Is that correct? You've done other projects uh, with him. Yeah, we've worked on other projects before. Uh, other projects that I've I've written or um, produced. He's directed, um, I don't know if you guys remember No Intent. It was that little uh, police uh, uh, drama. Oh, that, right, uh, it was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes, you remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. That that one was written by uh, David Dalton and Chad. Oh, I forget Chad's last name, and I'm so sorry. But they wrote the, the short, and I asked permission to see if I can shoot that, and I produced that, and we shot that. And then the one most recent that I did was called Lost in Reality, which I wrote, which was about a soldier with PTSD and having to relive the uh, the moments of the war. And he also mm-hmm. directed and, and shot that. Then we got together, uh, I want to say about a year or two ago, maybe a little longer. No, yeah, about two years ago. And we found this, he found this story actually on, on the Internet. Uh, mm-hmm. It was um, about a husband and wife. It was actually set in, in China, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it was right wife, in Malaysia. It, it's, it's, yeah, it started yeah, in Malaysia, Malaysia somewhere. I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was about the a husband wanted a divorce to to oh, sorry to divorce his wife, and he gave her the stipulations like he'd give her everything, the house, the car, half the business, and she turned around and said, "No, I don't want any of that. I want you to carry me from the bedroom to the front door for thirty days, and after the thirty days, I'll I'll give you what you want." And in that process, while he's doing it, because he agreed to that, he's like, all right, fine, I'll keep everything, no problem. So in the process of doing that, carrying the wife to the door, he slowly started to fall in love with her again and started to, oh, I forgot an important part of it. He's having an affair. He's got this other woman on the side that he wants to be with. But while he's carrying his wife for the 30 days, he's starting to realize why he fell in love with her in the first place. And... You know, he falls back in love with her. And the beautiful part about it all, it's not, he's not falling in love with her because of the physical contact. Is that he's looking at her and looking at her in her eyes and seeing the deep mm-hmm. connection that they once had before. Right. Now, we added we added a little element to it because the, the true story of it, not the true story, the story that came out in Malaysia didn't have anything to do with um, the cancer product of it, of what we're doing. Oh, we're, okay. So we... We kind of added a little bit more to that and a little twist to it uh-huh. where, you know, she ends up having ovarian cancer and she has only 30 days to live and she's doing this because she doesn't want him to feel sorry for her and wants to spend her last 30 days with the man that she fell in love with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with him be falling in love with her again, it's almost a, it's a last goodbye, essentially. It's like you don't know what you have until it's gone and he... Lives, is going to live with that aspect of it. So sometimes what you may think is better on the other side isn't always the case. So what yeah. you have with you, cherish it, love it, because mm-hmm. you never know when it's going to when it's going to leave you. You know, and that's basically what we're trying to, to push. Yeah, and and couples get caught up in everyday distractions, and they don't they lose sight of you know what 
what's really important and they lose lack of communication and just being aware of of what's what is actually happening and it seems as if his name is Joe, right? The character is Joe. He has sure, absolutely yeah, so. no idea that she was ill. No, yeah, that's not how unconscious he was. And that's that's a, you know that's another um, thing that we want to we want to really push into this is about relationships because in today's day and age, I mean, it's the divorce rate today has gone up the wall, you know, skyrocketed. It's ridiculous. Through, you know, through the years, like people are, aren't just happy with one another, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, why? You're not communicating. You're not talking. You're not. There's a reason why you guys married each other in the first place. There's a reason why you mm-hmm. fell in love. Yeah. And if people can just live in that moment where they fell in love, I, I believe life would actually be a much brighter place. The world would be amazing because everybody would be happy. Everybody's always looking for the next best thing, and it's not always there. You know, and you don't mm-hmm. always have the grass isn't always greener. To yeah. use no, metaphors and analogies. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just our society and our culture today. You know, it's yeah. So, but that's you know, and Joe and Joe's doing, Joe's doing that. Joe's looking, you know, at, at a younger woman at, at something that he thinks is better, and you know, than than Stacy. And Stacy is the mother of his of his child, and that's another element that we we added into the story is we introduced a child to it, and we're mm-hmm. gonna see we're gonna see the events transpire through his eyes, through his drawings, oh, and through wonderful. how he sees things. Because uh, I'll give like a little cheater, you know, a little spoiler. At the beginning, you know, you'll see you'll see the child drawing pictures of how he sees another person's family, you know, in front of his family, and they're holding hands, and there's sunshine, and there's smiles on their faces, and you know that's how he saw this other uh, in front of his family. Then his family, he's got his dad on one side, his mom in the middle, and he's far away with his dog, so they're, they're separated. So he, the child sees the separation, and through. Through time and through seeing his dad carrying his mom, little by little, he's starting to go, oh, look at him. He starts singing songs like K-I-S-S-I-N-G, you know, I see mommy, daddy, you know, all those little fun things that kids will do. But it's an important element because children see the truth. Like There's no filter in a child yet. They see the truth. So they see what's happening in life. And to see the events transpire through his eyes is going to be like a touching moment, too. Powerful. And how long does it take before Joe actually realizes what his child is trying to communicate to him? Well, I, I don't want I don't want to spoil it too much, but there, okay. it does go the full. It does, oh, we want to know. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. In the story itself, it does take Joe with a full 30 days to realize mm-hmm. it. But there's little hints that, you know, are being, that he's seeing throughout throughout the time. And it's not hints that she has cancer because at first he's starting to think that he's causing the problems. Like, oh my God, this is what I'm doing. Or look at this. I'm, you know, she's not eating because of me, because of me. And it's all because of Joe. And he's thinking mm-hmm. it's all because of him. And he's still so into himself and into what he's doing that he doesn't realize what's happening to his wife and his child. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's touching. And it's, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun project to do, and I really, I really, really think people are going to really be drawn to it. Not, you know, just for the story in itself. I mean, it's just, it's meaningful. There's no explosions. There's no crazy special effects. It's really mm-hmm. a story-driven um, film where, you know, the outcome is tragic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Where are you now? What at what point are you now with the production? Well, Kevin, Kevin is uh, in in Cannes right now. He's at the film festival in France. So they're, they're you know, he's trying to push the more uh, sales of all the other films that we're working on. But we are now. He's in Nebraska, and we're at the process where we're in pre-production of it. You know, we're, we're, mm-hmm. we've got location set. Um, we're going to start casting soon. And Patrick uh, Muldoon is is uh, is casting it. I got I get oh, to work great. for a friend of mine, so that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Kevin is slated to direct it, so we're pretty much at a process where it's ready to go. We're just waiting for the final elements to be put together. Okay. That's exciting. Really exciting. And it'll it, yeah. it, it's going to probably end up shooting in Nebraska because of um, oh, cool. the, tax, the tax credit that uh, they're receiving. You know, Kevin Kevin has been working there really hard with uh, other producer Randy, and together they're putting a whole slate of films and like they're trying to build Nebraska to be a new uh, new shooting grounds for uh, for films. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Nebraska, who would have thought it? Um, yeah, you kind of alluded to it earlier, but what do you want audiences? With audiences, what do you want the audience to come away with? You know, after seeing the film, you know, what's the takeaway? Well, first and foremost, I want them to enjoy it. You know, be like, wow, that was. You know, I want them to go and come out with a wow, that was a great, that was a great movie. Like that was, mm-hmm. you know, something that was worth the fourteen dollars now that you're paying to go see a movie. Right. Um, but you know, I want I want them to come out with with the feeling of like I was saying, like. Cherish, cherish what you have. Cherish your relationships, <laughs> whether it be a marriage, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, uh, with your child. Because the moral of the story doesn't necessarily fall in just a, into husband, wife, getting a divorce. It could be into, you know, a father and a son, a father and a daughter, mother, daughter, you know, mother, son. Like, cherish your relationships because you just never know when that last day is going to come where you're going to have to do a last goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's important to realize who you are as a person and realize who that other person is and, f- and just the reason why you guys are in love. And it, I right. think that's what I want people to really come away with it from is just, you know, res- respect what you have and cherish what mm-hmm. you have. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, be aware of being the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think yeah, live, live in the moment. Don't live for tomorrow because mm-hmm. who knows? You know, there's so many things are happening right now in our society that tomorrow may never come. And it's sad to say that. Sad to say that, but if you live for what you have today, you don't have to worry about tomorrow. Right, and don't ever take anything for granted. Yeah, gratitude is, I think, to me, is the key to happiness. You know, just being grateful for what you have and, you know, you know, honoring the relationships that you have. And, you know, it's it's taken me a while to get there because, you know, I, I... get distracted, I kind of have an ADD-like brain, and but you know that's <laughs> that's where I'm at in my life. You know, I you know I just I don't want to take anything for granted. Oh, that. yeah, it, it happens. It happens with everyone. I mean, it, it's it's believe me, this is not an easy thing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. society just keeps throwing things at you here. You know, yeah, buy this new car, buy this new buy these mm-hmm. new clothes. It'll make you better. Um, mm-hmm. Wear this brand. Take that brand. Um, iPhone, Apple, iPhone. Whisper, All materialistic, um, yeah. Well, everything. Mm-hmm being thrown at you that's supposed mm-hmm. to make you better, where in turns it's like we're not, if you go back to the 1800s, I mean, even though it's a completely different lifestyle and they're just, you know, we evolved, but you got to notice how relationships were more important back then, even in the 50s, you know, where our parents, were, when they were coming up, relationships were more important than 
what you were driving or where you were living. You know, it uh-huh. wasn't about prestige. It was about family. And, like, the bigger the family, the more you were looked at. Like, wow, that's a, you know, look how tight-knit that family is. And mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough where I grew up in that environment. Like, my mom and dad are amazing, you know. Um, they're going to be married 42 years this year. And it's, wow. You don't oh, see that. Congratulations. And Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Narduli. <laughs> Happy anniversary. And, and they work they work hard at it, you know. They work hard at their yeah. relationship. And I, I see that. My sister, who um, is married with three kids, her and her, you know, my brother-in-law, you see it. Mm-hmm. It's just our families are together. And if you come to our family parties, like yeah. the Narduli weddings and all that, I mean, when I say there's 400 people there, it's not 400 friends. This is family. Mm-hmm. Like, like when my sister got married, she had to eliminate friends. She's like, I can't invite yeah. them because I got these family members to, to, you know, bring in. So our weddings are parties. Our family gatherings are parties. And I grew up like that. I grew up being mm-hmm. around family and love and good times. You're very fortunate. Very fortunate. Yes. And I, I, I count my blessings every day and I thank God every day for it because it made me who I am. It made me the yeah. person that I am today. And I can't thank my family enough for it. Yeah. You're a good guy, Guy. Yeah, I try to be a good guy. (laughs) But, you know, when you – do you ever get – I think it's a channel. It's called the Me TV, Me TV or Antenna TV, where they show Uh, all of the old old sitcoms of the 50s and the 60s, and you see that lifestyle where, you know, everything is so simplistic and everything is family-oriented and they have dinner together and they I, they do everything together. And it's just great. It's just a totally different world than it is totally. now. Funny, funny you say that because I just had, oh, my God, I just had, like, I just went back in the past and I'm watching myself having dinner. And I used to remember my mom would, you know, she'd make dinner and my sisters and I would sit at the table and we'd be waiting and, it's funny, like, my mom would put the plates out there, and we wouldn't start eating until my father would sit down type of thing. You know, my mm-hmm. dad would sit down, and we'd, we'd all start eating. And we were all at the table together. And I'm thinking about today, everyone's on their iPhones or their, uh-huh. their, their smartphones. I don't want to advertise Apple anymore. So their smartphones, and you know, they're in their own world. Or they're on Facebook, or they're tweeting, or they're Instagramming, or they're Snapchatting, or they're all these crazy things that take you away from, your family or, you know, where you're sitting at the dinner table. Yeah. Like when we sat down at the dinner table, we may not have had, you know, elaborate conversations about politics or, you know, religion or, or things, but we, we spoke as a family. What would you do today? How would you do? Well, how was school? How was sports? You know, how was football? Mm-hmm. How was basketball? How, you know, my sister running track, you know, the youngest one, cross country. It's, we, we, we spoke as a family. And that's what's missing yeah. from today, I think. I, I think yeah. today mm-hmm. we're so engulfed in, I need to put things out there so people are seeing what I'm doing versus being around their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's studies have shown that with girls especially that, you know, sitting down and having dinner as a family is very important because it kind of keeps them out of trouble. And so I, you know, I do think that, you know, that's one rule we have in our house at dinner time, you know, no TV, no cell phones. This is our time to connect. And I, I do think it's really important. Is alive, so it's you know it's the one time that we can really connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was just said dinner time, like there, that was it. Like we were eating dinner. If it was five o'clock, you were sitting down at the dinner table. You were eating dinner. It was like it was always mm-hmm. regimented. It was great because it 
Once again, it makes you who you are as an individual later in your life. It sure when does. Younger, it sure when does. You're younger, you don't feel you don't realize it. You think you're being punished. You think it's being, you know, it's like, oh, Dad, Mom, leave the phone. I want to do this. It actually sets you up for life, and it's it's great. And I think parents really need to, you know, set the tone again and do it again. And, and, and you know, for lack of a better phrase, crack the whip without actually cracking the whip because nowadays mm-hmm. you do that, you're, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Mm-hmm. But, like, well, crack think, the whip. You know, I think the parents, parents nowadays, or some parents anyway, they want to be friends with their children rather than actually parenting. And and then a lot of the parents are just as guilty as the, as the children. You know, they're texting and they're on the phone and they're busy with business and they're busy with that. And they, they just don't have they, – they, their priorities are all messed up. They just well, it's, it's cause they grew are up out in, of in touch. The, the parents grew up in the smartphone um, era. I mean, it's, it's like my, mm-hmm. my generation. Like my dad, God bless him. I mean, he he finally learned how to start text messaging. He's got an iPhone, and uh, you know I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure he's listening. So, Dad, sorry, don't mean to knock you on this, <laughs> but uh, you know he just he started the text message, and he still can't, you know the iPhone thing still drives him nuts. But it's different generations, you know, and it, it's, it is. I, I wish that older generation would really just come back and be like, listen, this we were great before. Why are we not great again? This is you know this is who we were before. We did things right, and there was there was values, there was family, and there wasn't so many drastic things where people didn't have to go looking for other other things, better things. I just, oh God, I grew up in the wrong era. Yeah, I I, I did too. I, I I did too. You know, there was uh, on Facebook. I I saw one of my friends uh, posted something about, and it was an announcement that FAO Schwartz was closing in New York. Oh. And the first the first thing that came to my mind was it's because they're not selling iPhones. And right. uh, video games, they're selling toys. Who plays with toys anymore? No, who goes outside anymore? Yeah. That's right. I had this discussion a couple of weeks ago with a friend of mine. We were talking about, like, how kids aren't as athletic as they were in our generation. Because they're all sitting, I mean, I'll tell you what, their hand-eye coordination is amazing because they can, they can play, <laughs> you know, they can play these games on PlayStation like no, no other. Mm-hmm. But get them outside to throw a ball around and it's like do you even know how to throw a ball come on go outside uh-huh. or communicate uh, yeah. with with people they can't even make eye contact because they're always too. looking down yeah. they're always looking down and and ugh, it's frustrating it's just sad because well i don't know i yeah i, I live in a high-rise building and um I get on the elevator. You can always tell the ages of the of the people because the young kids, they don't look at you. They don't even say hi. They're looking down and they're texting, or I don't know why they have to text on the elevator. And then, um, like someone you know, middle aged or whatever, they'll get hi, how are you? And then the elderly, they're so cute. We have people in their eighties and nineties and in our building, some of them. And they just want to tell you their life story. So you have yeah, the just, one spec- one end of the spectrum where they don't talk, and then the other end of the spectrum where they just want to tell you everything. They want to tell you everything. It, it's funny you say it's that because um, someone posted on on Facebook, and here we are. See, I'm talking. We're, we're talking about Facebook still, you know, because that's. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone just posted on Facebook that what they were going to do today is they were going to walk around and they were going to smile at people, and they wanted to see how many people would smile back at them. And I, 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 actually, I actually want to do that now. Like, I want to go outside and just take a walk 
And just mm-hmm. let people just smile. But I guarantee you, out here, people are going to look at me and they're going to think I'm crazy. Like, not yeah, they're going to look at me like, they're creeper. They're smiling at me like, what does he want? Oh, my God, look at him. Yeah. Look at this creeper. Creepy dude. What the hell is that smile about? What's he up to? What are you smiling about? What do you got? Why are you happy? Yeah, what do you got to? Why are you so happy? I don't like that. Well, you can't be happy. Exactly. I can see teenagers listening to this, tuning us out, going, oh, my God, these old folks. Yeah, going, oh, these boring old people. These boring old people. Well, you know, let's change the subject. We can change the subject because you did, you were, um, you, first you did a commercial with a superhero, correct? Yeah. Remember that? Okay. With the, with the, um, Yeah. And now you're playing a superhero. Yeah. You're Batman. Yeah, I, I, you are I Batman. Play, I am Batman. And yeah. uh, I'm loving it because of all the superheroes, mm-hmm. Batman's always been, like, my favorite. So I get to I get to play one of my favorite uh, superheroes. Probably the best superhero of all. Even though I did work with Superman, I think Batman. I, like, I have to say, Superman's my fave, but, you know, Batman's all right. But yeah, I, I just want to look at it in, in the world of reality. And I, mm-hmm. I know it's, it's not a reality. <laughs> but Batman, Batman is... It isn't? Batman. Really? Oh, my God. Batman can, but Batman could be real. Yeah, I see what you're saying. He doesn't that. have crazy superpowers. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. shoot fire out of his eyes. He can't freeze you. He can't fly True. without using yeah. weapons. He He's not going to stop, freeze the world. He, you know, he can't do any of that. He has to actually mm-hmm. use his mind and his physical being to defeat mm-hmm. the villains. The villains. I, I I appreciate that. I love that, and I think that makes me <laughs> makes me a great Batman because I think I'm really really smart and really really physical. <laughs> I, I say, I say something in your Batman voice. Be Batman for like oh, three, three seconds. Yeah. Give you something in my Batman voice. I, I like that. That's good. Yeah, That's good. You know, Christian Bale, when he would do Batman, he always sounded like he had throat cancer. It was ridiculous. The Christian Bale that bothered me was, it sounded like, it wasn't even just the whole thing with throat cancer. He would talk like this. And yeah. whisper and grovel. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that God, is it horrible. Like, some of the best Batman voices, uh, I mean, like, um, oh, God, why am I drawing uh, blanks? Michael um, Michael Keaton, thank you. My God, he's oh, my favorite. Oh, I love Michael Keaton, yeah. He's great. My favorite Batman of them all is, is Michael Keaton. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy is excellent. He does a lot of the uh, the cartoons. Mm-hmm. And okay. if you hear him, I tried, I mean, I, I want to try to get, like, his voice, because his voice is more, it's like, you know, it's deeper, but it's, it's not it's not grovelly like this, but it's kind of, yeah. you know, you got that deep voice in him, and he talks to you like this, and he's like, he's yeah, Batman. Um, it works. Yeah, I am little... Batman. And uh, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should have a sound effect. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm playing Batman. I'm loving it. I'm one of, I think, seven. I think there's been seven Batmans. Wow. There's Adam West, who was the... Yes, Adam West. Oh, right, right. Show. Then uh, Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. uh, George Clooney, Val Kilmer. Oh, um, I forgot about Val Kilmer. Hey, Val Kilmer played him. Uh, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. 
is a new one. And then, uh, and then me. I, I mean, I, I'm having fun being mentioned amongst those names. That's yeah, great. Guy Nardulli is the best. What? Um, Guy Nardulli, yeah. Put him on the list. The, the whole the whole city with two faces is a there's a twist to the whole thing and it's it's amazing. It's not going to be your typical, typical Batman, Batman. Um, type film. I mean, it, with the Joker and with uh, Two Face and then the introduction to some of the other characters coming in, like Mister Freeze, isn't really going to be, you know, this freezing character where he could freeze things out of his hands and eyes. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's 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 going to be a cross between True Detective. And um, uh, God, he's, he's true detective. Oh, God, why am I drawing a blank? This is horrible. I should have come prepared. Let me come prepared for this. <laughs> we don't have notes either. We're unprepared. I think you're bad. Oh, it's We're improvising this whole show. Well, I have to tell you, guy, you're going to be our favorite Batman. So from here on out, you are Batman to us. So. Well, perfect. Perfect, but yeah, I'm having fun with it. It's uh, you know we're all we're all having a good time with it. And when it's I all see, said and done, are you st- still filming it, or is it or yeah. is so filming sure complete? It's gonna, it's, gonna, it's a process it's of it because we're going to be shooting it in segments. Uh-huh. And hopefully, it's, you know, we're planning on it coming out by the end of this year. That's Great. our ultimate okay. goal. Okay. But okay. it's fun. I mean, I'm I'm shooting with you know with friends, and I'm. I get to wear the mask. I get to wear the cowl. Yeah, you know, and, you're Batman. Yeah. You know, and I, I had a little fun with it the other night. I put it on, and I got on that new app called Dub Smash. I guess. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is it? What is it? It's called Dub Smash, I guess. It's uh, like you get to lip sync certain characters or certain commercials or certain songs, and you can just video record yourself uh, lip syncing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Well, I am Batman. Exactly. <laughs> I actually did that. Did that one. Well, oh, you did? Oh, I'm both So, Guy, <laughs> listen. So, if you woke up one one morning and your fairy godmother, let's call her Zelda, I don't know, was standing at the foot of your bed, and he says, she said, good morning, Guy. How are you, Guy? Um, you can be any superhero you want, hero you want to be today. Who Who would you want to be? And you can make oh. one up. So you can make one I'm up. Not. Doesn't have to. Be. I, I, I would I would I would say Batman. I, I would have really? to. Really? Okay. That's, that's, that kind of I, I, yeah, I'm yeah I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Zelda, I, would, I am I Batman. Actually, <laughs> I would actually want to be able to fly. I want to be Batman that can fly on his own. Mhm. That would be cool. I think flying. Yeah. I think flying is cool. Yeah. I think that would be a great superpower to have. I would like to be able to read minds too. I think that would be. I don't know. That could be. I don't know. That might not be too no, fun. No, I, I would want to read minds. I don't know. It could be, could be upsetting. Reading minds. <laughs> minds you were reading. Yeah, because then you can find out what they're really thinking about you. And if you got like yeah, a, you might not like what you. Uh oh. Like I'm very sensitive. So if I found out what someone was thinking about mm-hmm. me, I'd be like, oh, God, you really think that about me? Oh my God. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I I can't ha- I can't handle the truth. So. I wanted to ask you one other question that you did you did last um it was recently, I think it was online. You did a play and I remember seeing it and you were really good. You were Thank really you. good in that play. What Thank was you. It? Yeah, it was, uh, it was called the Noir series. It was um 
four one-act plays put up by some very predominant writers. Uh, the one that specifically wrote mine was Steve McFeely, who wrote um, the Captain America movies, mm-hmm. um, who wrote Agent Carter uh, that was on ABC. So he wrote that specific one act, and I got to work with uh, Hugo Anderson, who's an amazing, amazing actor. John Heinemann directed it, who, God, I, I want to be directed by him all the time. I mean, it was it was, it was so much fun to do, and it was, once again, it was about a superhero. I, Another superhero, yeah. You haven't like seen it? Super- oh, I don't want to ruin it I haven't. Okay, I don't want to ruin it then. I don't want to ruin it then, because it's, it's actually yeah. kind of a, a revealing surprise moment. But mm-hmm. let's just say this uh, individual comes up, Hugo, this character comes up uh, looking for a mechanic to get rid of a body because that's what uh-huh. I do. That's that's my character. I'm the, I'm the mechanic. I get rid yeah. of I get rid of people's uh, mistakes. So I get rid of this. I'm supposed to get rid of this body, and then I realize uh-huh. who it is. I can't do it, and it, it, it was so much fun to do. And yeah, we oh, did that last. We did that last year. Uh, about uh, yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Where can we where can we find it, guy? You'll find it. You can find it online if you go to. Um, I think if you just look up the noir series online. Mm-hmm. But let me give me one quick second. I'll tell you exactly where you okay. can go. Yeah. Oh, here uh, you can go to thehereticlab.com. dot com. It's H E R E I C K L A B dot hereticlab. Lab.com. Lab.com. Got it. Okay, I have to check yeah. this out. Well, you can check out, you can watch all four of them because all four of them were, were great. But mm-hmm. uh, mine was called uh, Malfeasance, and it's yeah. the noir series, and it was, well, it was fun to do. So now, which do you prefer? Did you find it challenging to go out in front of a live audience and, oh, am I going to forget my lines? Am I going to, oh, you know, because it's a totally different experience than being. In front of the camera. Oh, there are no edits. There's no cut. Here's the, here's the fun part about this one. The fun part about this particular uh, series that we did, it was the first time in the U.S., because they did this in London, it was the first time in the United States that it was aired live. Like, there was cameras. We had cameras on, on, on stage with us. We had a live audience, so we were doing live theater, but it was live theater done live. So it's like... You could watch it in Australia, and it was great because we did. We had people in Australia watch it. People in Hong Kong were commenting because we were tweeting back and forth. We were doing some live wow. tweeting like that, and it was. Now, me personally, I enjoy the uh, call it the cushion of take number two. Mm-hmm. Just in case you mess up the first take, because when you're doing it live on stage, you got to go. Like if you drop a line, you're on it. You just got to keep going and. Yeah. Stay in the character and trust your, you know, trust your uh, partner, your acting partner, that you guys can keep working together. And that that makes it exciting, and you get instant gratification, or you get like you get instant your critique immediately. So if they like you, if they don't like you, you know it immediately. I just think you know when you're filming something or doing a film, a television show, you put out the best product that you can, so that everyone can watch it and enjoy it, and that's it. Theater, you go for the live experience the love of theater for a story to get riveted, to get moved in the immediate time, right there and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. But I, I want to continue doing theater. I love doing theater. I mean, yeah, I've I done a couple things already. Good. Good. 
I've done a few plays out here. Uh, I'm currently working on putting together uh, a play now. It's uh, from John Patrick Shanley called uh, uh, Danny in the uh, Danny in the Deep Blue Sea, and uh, two people, and uh, it's a male female scene with Danny and Roberta. It's about love, family, forgiveness, um, you know, just the turmoil, and it's it's a, it's a great play. It's a great play, and I'm, I'm trying to put that together. We're gonna put that up out here. So. And my scene partner is amazing. Swanee's like, you know, she's a great person to work with. Uh-huh. So she's and she's playing Roberta, and uh-huh. it's fun. I mean, it's it's torturous. These these are two tortured souls, and this theater, man, it's just any any type of theater that you're putting on, it's always torture. No matter no matter <laughs> what it is, the characters are tortured, which is great. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, tortured makes for good good theater for sure. So, Guy, we have some random questions for you. Jane, do you want me to maybe ask the first few and then sure. you take over? Is that okay? I don't even know if they're right. in any order. Just just go with them. Just go with them. Okay. Well, I, I want number three first. I want number three first. You want number three first? Okay. Um, what's the theme song of your life? The theme song of my life? Whew. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to stick with mm-hmm. the theme that came out at the beginning. I'm going to stick with Sinatra, and I'm going to say, that's life. That's life. All right. Very that's good. life. Uh, that's what people say. Right yeah. high in April, shot down in May. Yep. <laughs> that's a good guy. you got a good voice. Oh. Um, you're welcome. If you were going to write an article about yourself, what would the headline be? <laughs> if I was going to write an article about myself, what would the headline be? Mm-hmm. Watch out for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the creepy guy that's smiling at everybody. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, last time, last time we wait a minute. What is this? All right. Last time we asked you to make a Nartelli drink, a dirty martini. What would it be today? Would it be the same thing or something different? Oh, a drink today. Um, Wasn't that a good question last time? You were so was. impressed. Yeah, you like that. that. Wasn't was. that a great question last time? I you love were that very one. impressed. Now, 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 now you're gonna get me to make. Now you're gonna get me to make another cocktail today. What do I? I, you know what? I'm in a Bloody Mary type of feeling today, uh-huh. and I want to make it kind of special with like with bacon and chipotle and like a little bacon? bit of celery salt. You know, bacon. Yeah, you got to put bacon in there. You know, like bacon makes everything. You got to put bacon in there. No, a little bit, a little bit of basil and some oregano to make it Italian. So we'll call it we'll call it a, okay. a Bloody Maria. A Bloody Maria. Okay, okay. I like. Okay, Um. I sound like Lawrence Welk when I did that. I didn't sound Italian. Okie dokie, it's Lawrence Welk. Anyway, um, okay, next I think you sounded like my grandmother. I don't know. I did? I did? Yeah. Wow. I was channeling um, I don't know. My turn? Yeah, okay, next question. I'm sorry. Okay. Guys, what? Um, if you were in the Witness Protection Program, what would your alias be? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you. Witness protection program. I wouldn't be able to tell you. I'm in a protection program. You're right. Okay, okay. You know you're right. Boy, you got it. You got it there. If I gave you my name, it'd be. But you know what? Let's just, say, let's just say Chris Armstrong. That would be Chris, Chris Armstrong. Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And what would your profession be? What would you be doing? I, I would be a vacuum salesman. Okay. <laughs> Vacuum salesman, door-to-door vacuum salesman, Chris Armstrong, living in Provo, Utah. 
Love it. You talking birdie to Mormonism? Become a Mormon, live in Provo, and sell Kirby mm-hmm. vacuum cleaners. So now, now that uh, you know the reason why I'm in the witness protection program, I'm, I'm in trouble now because everyone's got to go looking in Provo for Chris Armstrong. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> No, actually, you're in the witness protection program because you're walking around the streets smiling. Smiling at everybody. And they're, 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 smiling at everybody. Exactly they reported mm-hmm. you as being a creeper in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, have you ever re-gifted? Have I ever re-gifted? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. I actually have a couple of times, a can number you, of times. <laughs> can oh. you tell us what the worst <laughs> gift you ever received? Anyway. From real, real bad bottles of wine. To, mm-hmm. um, to to clothing, I've gotten like gay clothes. But I, I'm never going to wear this sweater again, so I'm going to give it to someone else. Um, but uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's about it. But I do it a lot. I do it a lot. I do I do it with I do it with wine. If I get a bad bottle of wine, it's definitely going to get passed mm-hmm. down. So if you get mm-hmm. if you're getting a bottle of wine for me, yeah, well, no. bottle of wine. If yeah. you got a good bottle of wine. It didn't come from me. It actually came from someone else. Sam is re Oh, okay. It. All right. I'll make a note of that. Yeah. Uh, Guy, do you do you dance in front of the mirror? <laughs> All the time. Well, All the time. You know, can you can you videotape? We would love to see I'm that. A, yeah, yeah. Put that I'm on Facebook. On, I'm always working yeah. on new dance moves. Nice. Nice. Um, so. Earth, wind, or fire? Which are you more Earth? like? Earth, wind, or fire? Mm-hmm. Well, according to my astrological sign, Gemini, I think I'm an Earth sign, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would have to stay with I would have to stay with Earth. Okay. I want to be grounded. I want to be underground. Yeah. yeah. With a little bit of fire. I want. I want some. You know, yeah, you gotta have fire. some fire. Yeah, I yeah. Want you, some need, fire. you need. You need. Okay. Okay. Well, yep. My my turn. Okay. Yeah. What's the cheesiest pickup line you ever used? The cheesiest pickup line I've ever used. Mm-hmm. Hey, I would walk up to I would walk up to a beautiful young lady sitting at the bar and I'd be like, "Excuse me, do you have a thief in your family?" She'd say why, and she would say why. She would say why, and I'd be like, "Because I'd love to meet the guy that stole the stars from the sky and put them in the sky." Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! And the room empties. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's why guy is just so single. Boom. Aww. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, Jane Jane has an alter ego on Twitter, Guy. I'm not sure if you're aware of it or not. but it, You don't it, follow me like, either, and I'm very Yeah, insulted. pouty face Brad. It's just this adorable little me. girl and with this pouty face. And, you know, she likes to send cheesy pickup lines to people. I'm not sure if you know if she's honored you with that yet or not. But, uh, it's, I have. Uh, it's always, you have? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I follow you. I follow you on Twitter. No, 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 no. My alter ego on Twitter. It's kind of like an acting uh exercise. I was oh. I just did it one day. I was bored and I thought, "You know what? I have this alter ego and I have a lot on my chest. I have a lot to get off my mm-hmm. chest here." So I created this character called Patty Face Brat. And she's just obnoxious. And it's she's a cute little girl with this pouty face. And um, she torments people. And I am not following you. Yes, you have to. Well, I follow you. Patty follows you, and she has sent you pickup lines. Well, Patty and I are now following each other. Oh, there you go. There we go. 
I think it's really creepy, though, that this little kid is sending pickup lines. Some of them are so inappropriate. I don't know. It's a little weird. It could be, it could be a little weird, though, a little kid sending me a pickup line. I, I, it's just, it, it could be yeah. troublesome. <laughs> It's a little, it's a little, yeah, it's a little, little disconcerting. I know. I was, I, there, there's this uh, Allison Burnett. Um, <laughs> Patty Allison, thinks that her. Allison is her father. Okay, and um, I asked Allison. I said, uh, "Do you like, do you like tweeting to Patty?" And he goes, "I feel a little uncomfortable. It is a little creepy, because I know who Patty is. It's you, and I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be your daddy. So it, yeah, it's creepy." Because I'm not creepy now, and it's surprising because Allison is is very you know he's creepy in his own right. So, um, you know, I love you, Allison. I'm just kidding, but no, he's very. um, How would you describe Allison? He's not afraid to say what's on his mind, and some some of the things on his mind are very inappropriate. Um, But you've never met Allison, have you, guy? You should. Do you follow him on Facebook? You should. He's amazing. He's really amazing. He's, He's amazing. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Okay, well, you can have to find and start following people. Yeah, but it's not about Allison. It's about Guy. No, it's about Guy. So what's the coolest thing in your house? My dog. Your dog. Oh, that's sweet. What's his name? It's a her. A her. What's her name? Her her name is Presley. Presley. I love it. That's a great name. I'm a huge... I'm a huge Elvis fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to name her Priscilla. I didn't want to name her Lisa mm-hmm. Marie. So I went. Out, I went with Presley, and she's. I love it. She is by far the coolest thing in my house. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, what kind of dog is she? She's a mix. She's a part uh, pit bull, part lab. Mm-hmm. Uber, uber, uber intelligent. Yeah. And very, very full of energy. Uh, like crazy energy. She's mm-hmm. five years old and acts like she's still a puppy. But she's the, yeah, I guess definitely the coolest Aww. thing. And now she knows I'm about her. Dogs are the best. I mean, I have a cat, so he's the coolest thing in my house. His name is Tucker. In fact, he's staring at me right now. Um, he may start me yelling. He has a quite he has a big mouth. So, but um, yeah. Then you need Natasha a cat, likes though. to squeeze Tucker because he makes a I, funny noise. You want to do it? Cute. I you, no, because I don't want to. No, be, okay. He's gonna start me yelling. No, maybe okay. next time. Okay. Um, okay. What's the weird? <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure? Ooh, what's my guilty Ooh. pleasure? Yeah. Oof, uh, and well, I, I'm a big chocolate fanatic, and mm, you can get me, me too. you can get me to almost do anything with Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm. If you put Reese's peanut butter cups in front of me or peanut M and M's, I mm. uh, you you probably would get me to climb a wall or do something insane. Mm-hmm. I don't know if climbing a wall is really crazy, but. I would, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's ice cream. Anything, I think that'd be sweets. I'm, I'm in trouble mm-hmm. with sweets, but chocolate is my my guilty pleasure. Oh, chocolate is amazing. I love chocolate. Well, speaking of food, speaking of things that you put in your mouth, you post a lot of pictures of your of your your cooking. Yes, I, I, we're I, very impressed. You know, we're very impressed with that. Well, thank you. Some of, some of my friends are very irritated by that now, and I won't name Patrick Holden in what I say. <laughs> troublemaker. He's a troublemaker. He's he, jealous because he, he can't, can't cook like he, he can, probably. That's right. He can't cook like <laughs> I can. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I love cooking, I, and I do, and I post pictures. Some of the some of the pictures I post may not be the most visually pleasant because, you know, when I look at it myself, I'm like, ooh, that didn't look too good, but I still post yeah. it. 
Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. It's food porn. I love you like yeah. I love cooking. I What's love, your favorite I love being... thing to make? What's your favorite dish? I love I love making any type of seafood. I mean, like mm-hmm. I just, just I, I can make a, a you know pistachio crusted halibut that I really really love making, mm-hmm. and it's fun. It's tasteful. It's buttery. buttery. It's crunchy. Yummy. It's got a mm-hmm. nice orange, like a nice little cremonier type uh, you know sauce that I'm put on there that I. I, mm-hmm. I Ooh, God, just thinking about it. I'm going to have to make me some help. <laughs> you know, Guy, you should I, I have a cooking you. show. You should have a you cooking should. show on maybe YouTube. Go on YouTube. Or go on Ustream and, and have a, a live cooking show. A friend of mine told me to start doing that, and I started kind of messing around with it a little bit with the last couple of issues I've done. It was hashtag this actor can cook mm-hmm. is what I was using. Yeah. Yeah. What playing, happened? I played around with. Well, I played around with it for a little bit. It's just I don't. I don't. I don't do it every day where it's. Where it would make sense to blog <laughs> it and cook every day. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't post stuff every day, but. but no, but you could do it once like. a month. Maybe once a month, just you know, recipes with yeah, guy or something. This guy can cook. This guy I can cook. cook. I like it. This guy can cook. Yeah. And your family had a restaurant in Chicago, right, for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, had a pizzeria in uh, in Schaumburg with my cousins, and then we had one down in in Plainfield, which was a full uh-huh. a, a spot. And uh, I did a lot of the pizza making, a lot of the cooking in the pizzeria, and the restaurant. You know, we just managed it, walked around, and did a lot of the mm-hmm. managing stuff. And my other partners would cook, so we had fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I learned. I mean, I basically learned watching my mom. Yeah. You know, just in the kitchen as a young kid, you know, she'd cook and. Little by little, I pick up on little things. I still can't copy her sauce for the life of me. My mother has got the best sauce ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, you can never create that. your mom's. You can never recreate your mom's recipes. I've I've tried. I can't do it. And I tried. And this they have the a magic touch, and you just can't. You just can't. And I tried making. Like, I can't even recreate what my grandmother makes. My grandmother is in her nineties, still alive, still. Flying high, she makes a focaccia bread. And I, and my oh, parents, like the first time that I'm announcing this, I tried making it for the first time a couple weeks ago, and it, literally, it's hockey season. It was a hockey puck. It was horrible. Mm. It was it was terrible. It was the worst thing I've ever made in my life. So, so there was a kitchen mishap. I made I made a very very bad focaccia bread that turned into a hockey puck. Mm-hmm. Well, horrible. at least you tried. I know, and I can't make biscuits. You know, that's a southern staple, and I I can't for the life of me make biscuits. They always turn out hard. So, oh, I'm I terrible at breakfast. I can't make like, really. Oh, it's horrible! Pancakes, French toast. My French toast mm-hmm. looks like paper because I flatten it too much. Really? Making it, it's yeah, it's terrible, terrible, terrible at making. Well, you can't be good at everything. What? No. You get it so much, so you gotta, you know. Right, yeah. You get it at everything. Yeah. I gotta get some things back to you know, other people to be good exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You always have to give it. Okay, listen. There's a movie. What movie are you ashamed to admit that you love? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, boy. oh God. The, no- the, the wheels notebook. are turning the in his head. Turning. No, the Notebook. I, I love the Notebook. The Notebook. <laughs> 
I was not expecting that. Exactly. <laughs> what about exactly. you? What, a, what about you, Tasha? Um. I don't know. I have, I have impeccable taste in movies, so no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, the Ted, the the bear, the talking bear. Oh, Ted. I love Ted. Yeah, Ted. that that would be mine. Yeah. So I mean, it's funny, right? It's, it's a funny movie. Ah, uh, it's okay. It's okay. There's a sequel coming out too. I can't wait for the sequel, but yeah, that's mine. What Ted two? Yeah, yeah, Ted two. It's gonna be great. The Return of Ted. <laughs> the Return of Ted. Awesome. Well, Ted, Ted, I guess in the trailer, I saw the trailer, and uh, he's mm-hmm. being, su- or he's suing the U.S. government, or he's being, yeah. he wants to be human, or they're, they're questioning yeah, him about Yeah, he wants to get married or something, yeah, something weird, I don't I have a baby or something, I don't know, it's, I don't know, it looks interesting, though. I mean, Jane, if you, have, it's really funny, I mean, Seth MacFarlane, a lot of times I don't like his humor, but, um, I don't know, he's, I it's, I don't like the bathroom humor, but but the other, you know, I don't know. It's it's just it's it's just witty in a lot of places. So and just the talking bear, the idea of a talking bear is funny. So. Uh uh-uh. uh, I I I can't. No. Well, my, well, what mine about you, show, Jane? What's your showgirls? Showgirls. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so bad. It's good. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that either. Really? Is it? Don't you agree? It's so bad that it's good. It's so bad that it's you know what it falls into the roadhouse category. It's mm-hmm. such a bad thing that it's good. <laughs> yeah, or Geely. Yeah, Can't exactly. Geely. Geely. Yeah. Oh God, maybe. Geely. Well, oh my goodness. Do you remember that? that I was, uh, what? 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 No, I, what did you I say, Tasha? Just asking, I, I, I just asked. Geely. remembered it. I was just repeating Geely. Yeah. Oh, Geely. Yeah. I was in uh, I was an, ex- an extra in a really bad film in Philadelphia, Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Do you wow. remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember uh, that? Right. And, uh, and ben, ben Affleck, Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bad. They did the movies so. together, right? They did. They did Geely too, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they just I don't know. They didn't terrible together. Terrible. Huh. Or maybe I'm getting confused. Maybe it wasn't Jersey Girl. Maybe it was Geely. I'm confused now. Yeah, I'm not really sure how many movies they did together. Jersey I think Girl was filmed here. I'm just trying do. to remember. I thought they were in Jersey Girl, but mm-hmm. don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me. Okay. Anyway, here's a question. Do you hear voices? All the time. I'm an, act- I'm an actor. I hear voices all the time. <laughs> That's right. I got, I've, got, I've got nine voices in my head right now. I don't know which one Uh-oh. is Mm-hmm. So, oh, by the way, do you do, you do imitations? Do I do you imitations? Imitate? If I said mm-hmm. if I said yes, you would have me do one now, and yes, so you would. Uh, do I do imitations? I try to. I, Can I you do one? They are. Yeah, come on. Just one. Uh, all right. Let's see. If you guys can guess it, then no, I think I did it right. So okay. Let's try. Be If I sit here and let you guys tell me to do imitations about someone. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. good. Walking. Yeah, got Christopher Walken doing walking. it with the best of them, sitting on walking a on show sunshine with the chit chat with the chit chat girls <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Rimshot. Rimshot. Exactly. That was awesome. Yeah. Do you do any more? Got any more for Well, who do you want? Let's see if I. We'll go that way. 
Let's see uh, if I can do Patrick, can you do your, your bestie, Patrick Muldoon? <laughs> Patrick, hold on. <laughs> Paul, hold on. I got He's going to kill me if I try doing this. <laughs> He's not listening. Uh, he probably will later. Uh, well, you know, I'm on phone with my friend Guy, and, well, you know, it's... <sighs> so, I did this movie, you know, and we're working really hard <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I was I was pretty good. You gotta say that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was rad, Sorry. rad man. That was rad. Good one. That was good. That was really good. Um, do an impression of Frank Sinatra. Do, the, do sing again. Do you want me to do an impression of Frank Sinatra? That mm-hmm. see, that enjoy you. That let's see, what see Sinatra that. Let me come up with a good one. Uh, God, you're going to have me sing on the radio, and people are going to hear my voice. Yeah, lovely. Someday, when I'm awfully low, and the world is cold, I will feel a glow just picking up. (sighs) And the way you look tonight. Sigh, that was Good. That was so good. Wow. And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes wild. That was brilliant. That was really good. I play with with Sinatra. I play with Elvis. Those are my guys. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, Guy, tell us where we can find you on the web and uh, where we can get your movies. Uh, well, you can get me on Facebook, on my fan page. It's just my first and last name. Mm-hmm. And it's Guy Narzulli. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Guy24. Mm-hmm. What does the 24 page. stand for? Can you tell us? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it was my football number for as far as I can remember. And okay. I, used to go by, I used to go by safety 24 because that was the position that I played was mm-hmm. free safety. And then my number 24. But uh, so guy tw- at guy twenty four is my Twitter. Um, guy Narduli on uh, on Facebook. You can find me there. Uh, what other ones are out there? Um, oh, and then there's AlaskaGoodbyeFilm.com. Oh, dot com. Yes, Last Goodbye. You, you, you can follow what we're doing with Last Goodbye. Definitely, please get on LaskGoodbyeFilm.com. dot com. Follow what we're it's doing. It's a there. really it's a really nice website. There's a lot of information. It's, uh, yeah, Kevin Kevin designed really good. Kevin did it. Uh, Kevin did a great job at that. Um, well, please tell Kevin I'll, that we're sorry that he wasn't able to call in. He could have called in from Con. I mean, we're really, big, what's the big well, deal? I'm only kidding. It's, it's, it's 8 o'clock at night, I think, right? What's it, 8? No, no, no. 8, 9, 10. I have no o'clock. idea. It's 11 o'clock. But he's there, yeah. you know, working uh, on the festival. But um, <laughs> at, I think at 24 is uh, Instagram if you want to follow my pictures. Follow me there. Okay. Okay. But uh, if you guys are looking for, if you guys want to see me on uh, a show coming up uh, this summer, yes, you'll, you catch me on Last Ship, the Last Ship. Okay. I have a fun Excellent. little, fun little character. I'll be on for a couple episodes. Uh, play Giovanni, a nice little Italian Giovanni. guy. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. And that comes out, I believe, in June next month. Okay. Will you it tweet it out or let us know, and then we'll promote it. Absolutely. Absolutely, we'll do that. We'll do that. And then, uh, yeah, I think those are the main ones that you can really follow me and find me on. 
Okay. okay. We're excited. Guy, you're such a always a delight to talk to. You're just such a such a sweet you're guy. You're great. Yeah. Oh, did you have a good time? I had a great time. You guys are always fun to talk to. Aw, thank you. You guys are fun to talk to. Uh, you know, obviously our banter on Facebook and Twitter is fun. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to talk to you guys live, it's it's great. I love I love hanging out with you guys. Well, you know, now that you're an honorary third chick, you can come on anytime you want. You know where to reach I, I might, us. I might have to do a surprise call in every so often now. I got to catch up to to the other, you know, top members. I they got four more to go. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you really. You gotta, yeah, you gotta. You've got your work cut out for you. Mhm. Yeah, so I may just be making guest appearances, just surprise appearances. <laughs> just so, yeah. <laughs> Well, you stole our hearts today, so you're number one in our hearts at the moment. But again, I said, you know, we're fickle, so you know, it's, it's something. Yeah, we go back and forth, exactly. back and forth. It just oh. we confuse ourselves. <laughs> but any time, no, any time that you want to come on and you just chat, or if you want to promote something, you just let us know, just message mm-hmm. us or whatever, and and we'll we'll get it done. Well, I appreciate yep. it. You guys are amazing. Thank you. You are and you're amazing Thanks, too, guy. So, what are you do? What's what, what are you doing for the rest of the day? Can we ask? Well, today, today. What are you I'm doing? Gonna, I'm gonna go to the gym. I gotta go work mm-hmm. out. I gotta get a little sweat in, and then uh, I'm gonna rehearse a little bit with uh, my scene partner when, uh, for Danny in the Deep Blue Sea. Like I said, because we're working on that. Mhm. So, and then I'm gonna come home eat. And relax. Probably watch the hockey game because I'm, a, you know, obviously you guys know me, huge hockey fan. I'm yeah. gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the Rangers play the Tampa Bay uh, the Rays and beat them up a little bit. <laughs> and then hopefully, the hopefully, I'll watch, hopefully, I watch the Blackhawks win and beat the Ducks tomorrow because we lost last night. So it was devastating. Okay. Yeah. So that's tomorrow. That's t- tomorrow's yeah, the a big day for that. We play tomorrow. Is that a five-game yeah, series, or is it, or are they up to the seven? What is it? I'm not quite sure. Since, it'll, since it'll, the Flyers are no longer in it, I don't really follow. Well, the Hawks are in it, so you can follow it for me, please. Just okay, I will. Idea. Yeah, we will. We will definitely follow okay. for you. But it's a it's a seven-game series, and yesterday was game one, and that's okay. We just, you know we didn't expect to sweep the Ducks, but we got game two tomorrow. Okay. So. Big win tomorrow, and we'll be happy. Hopefully, I can get to the game. If I can go to the game, that'd be great. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, you know, the Phillies are doing really well, and I'm really I'm excited about the Eagles. You guys did all right. You guys. Um, we did I mean, well, really well with the draft, didn't we? Yeah. You guys are, you guys are going to do I don't know how great you're going to be, but you're going to do all right. Oh, stop. Good. What do you mean? We're going to be great. Listen, it's, it's the Eagles. You guys will start off, you guys will start <laughs> off really well. You guys just start off really well, and then you'll end up and choking in the end. And then they choke. They choke. That division has got to be the easiest division to win, because I think all you got to win is nine games between the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles. And who's the other team? Car- was it Carolina? Oh, I don't know. All I know is the Cowboys are nemesis. Yeah. I mean, that, that's got to be the weakest division in all football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we need to do uh, something. So, it's embarrassing. Then again, NFC because South they traded good. they traded so many of our good players. Yeah, you guys. But hopefully, 
You got rid of your running back, McCoy. He's gone. Oh, I know. Um, I, I'm I'm going through shady of, withdrawal. Yeah, got rid of two thirds of your defense. So I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then you guys picked off you guys, Tebow. Tebow. Really? I know. I don't understand I that. I don't get it. I don't even think yeah, he's going to well, make starting quarterback. About twenty. I don't know. <laughs> About twenty quarterbacks. You got a whole team of quarterbacks. Yeah, but um, I, I really don't think he's going to make starter. I think it's Sanchez. I think Sanchez probably. I you know he. I don't know. He could have been. He could have been so good. I mean, he came out of college. He was. I don't know, man. He, like quarterbacks coming to you out of USC now are troublesome. I think the best quarterback that came out of there so far is Carson Palmer. Everyone mm-hmm. else is kind of dropped off the wayside. You know, Matt Weiner not doing well. I don't even think he's still playing anymore. Sanchez. He was all right. I, hey, I don't know. We'll now you got to talk we could be we could be talking for hours now. Now you got me on this. I know. I know. We could really. Yeah. We well, we can have a whole show on that. Perfect. Oh, I'm zoning out, guys. I'm like, I don't know. What you're doing. <laughs> 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 I'm just not. Okay. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. With football that's made out of pig skin, what? I don't get it. <laughs> what? What? Where do they run? Sideways? They run up and down? They run side across the field or up and down? It's a game where all the guys jumping on top of one another. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. Why are they piling up on each other? What is that? I don't know. All right. I know. I was thinking that you're talking weird. about football or oh, wait, basketball. It's time for, well, you know what? It's time for it's time for a uh, sound effect, and then we'll get we'll we'll guy will cricket. You know, uh, yeah, of course. That's Tasha. Cricket. That the cricket. Well. Well, do you have any parting words, guy? Other than how fabulous we are and how great you are. Why didn't your family call? I, no, I don't. No one. I don't know. I don't know. They Nordulis, where are you? We're waiting. Want, we have your area codes. Nobody wanted to call today. Nobody wanted to talk. See, this is the life I'm leading. I'm so lonely. Aww. Yeah. We're all paranoid here. The heart bleeds. Yeah. Yeah. Any parting words? Let me see. Let the let the sun shine on your face and let your feet be firmly planted on the ground. How's that one? That's very good. Yeah, we like that. That's good. Nice. Well done. Yeah, well thank done. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, go to the gym, guy. Work out. Thanks. We'll Get do all that. Buff. You, guys, you guys have a great, great day, great week. Enjoy it. Happy Monday. You too. You too. And everybody, um, go to what, uh, follow Guy, Guy Narduli. <laughs> On Twitter and Facebook, and Facebook also check out lastgoodbyefilm.com. Yes, get on there, follow us, give us your follow, thoughts. Follow, follow, follow. Let us know what you want to see. Um, let us know who you want to see as the lead, as the lead in there, you know, if you got ideas. Cause as we, Are you mean Joe? Well, see, I was planning on playing Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but... Kevin and I were talking about it. If we can get a you know a big name actor in there, that's what we're gonna go after. Yeah. 
Oh, have to think about that. Hmm. Yeah. I'll get back to you on that. But, uh, yeah, follow it. It's Last Goodbye Film. Check that out. You know, check, follow me on Twitter at, at Guy24. And follow you guys. Get going with the chit-chat, you know, girl, man. You guys are, are the bomb. Thank you. Well, we're closing in on 5,000 followers on, on Twitter. Well, we gotta, uh, we got to break that 5,000 barrier. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. Get on okay. right away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But you know, we, the the show, our show is really popular. I mean, we don't, we haven't been doing as many shows, podcasts, even that we are on iTunes now. You do know that. Yes. Okay, so we're on we're on Blog Talk and iTunes. They're kind. They have a, um, I guess, a deal, some kind of a partnership. Um, so our listeners, they're, you know, we have quite a few listeners, even though we don't do that many shows, which is amazing. We we haven't figured that out yet, have we, Tasha? I, I think Why we're so popular? We I think it's the you guest. Think? I think it's okay. guest like guy. And, yeah. No, you guys are popular because of you guys. The guests just are. No, I think it's the guests. You guys are the cake. We're the icing. We're the icing. That's all. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are the foundation of why the show is what it is. I don't know. We've had some really good guests, and they keep coming back, which means something to us. I mean, it really means a lot to us that that people become regulars. Mm-hmm. Well, because you guys are you know fun I mean? and easy to talk to, you know, and it's 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 a good time. It's a good time to spend with you guys. That's oh, what it is. You. Everyone everyone enjoys talking to you guys, and it's it's not your typical you know answer question type show. It's a fun show. It's fun. You know, you you answer questions, but these questions. You know, there's fun, mm-hmm. fun to ask and the fun to answer. Well, we try. Aw, see, guy just keeps Thank going you. up. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. I got, he's I got a, to be the number one kid, right? I got to fly up there. I got to work. Yeah. Yeah, we're, you're, you're a number one right now. <laughs> I'm the number one until the next, until the next guest. and then Until the next guest. <laughs> well, we had Norman Reedus on our show. You know that? Did you really? We had Norman yeah, Reedus and Michael that was, Rooker. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty nice. pretty cool. Yeah, we were kind of um, starstruck with that. Well, but we're Norman starstruck with you too. We, Norman, we are. Yeah. I mean, you're much cuter than minute. Norman Reedus too. Let's let's just be honest. Guy yeah, is a lot cuter than Norman. But yeah. but yeah, it was it was fun to talk to him. He's very shy. He's very um, you know, very low keyed and reserved. But um, it, it was neat. Who wait? Who's shy? Michael? Michael shy? Uh, no, no. Oh gosh, no. Michael Rooker was not shy. Norman Reedus. He was. Yeah. Oh. Norman Reedus was a little bit shy and soft spoken, and yeah. He's very I, sweet. I love. I think Michael Rooker's. He's an amazing. Oh, actor. he's incredible. He's, he's so incredible. cool, and he's so talented. Yeah. And he called from his home. It was a Sunday afternoon, and he just called. Yeah. <laughs> Good for that. There he was. Great. Hey guys, I'm here. Hey, you know what I asked him? I asked him who his um, favorite Disney princess was, and it was so funny because I, you know, who asked that? He just—he was kind of shocked for a minute, and he started laughing. And I think he said it was Ariel. I think. Yeah, Ariel. Yeah. I love Ariel. I love Ariel. I'll tell you why I love Ariel. I actually do love Ariel. Oh my God, we're going to continue the show. We're talking about Disney princess. I know, right? Ariel. (laughs) Ariel reminds me of like. My childhood sweetheart of crushes of crushes, Alyssa Milano. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see that. Was, I can totally see that. Yeah. That's what Ariel was kind of based off of. I mean, I love Ariel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just, Little Mermaid. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else was really good? We we had, do, do you know um, Billy Drago? Billy Drago. Billy Drago? Yeah. Billy Drago. He always plays a bad guy, an evil guy. What was the movie he was famous for, Jane? There was a, oh, he was in um, The Untouchables, Guy. Yeah, he played uh, Frank yeah, Nitti. Uh, Frank Nitti. Yep. He, yep. 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 He's such a good actor. I mean, such a good ca- character actor, but he's so sweet. Oh he was gosh, the sweetest was man I've ever. Met. Oh my god. Oh, we have to tell you guys that we also had Udo. Um, what's his last name? Udo. Kier. Udo, Udo Kier. And uh, this. Oh my god. So Billy would say something, and it was like <laughs> Udo would have one up him. It was. It was. So ridiculous! Uh, it was it was strange. It was the dynamic between those two were were very interesting. Yeah, Billy, really? Billy was saying, "I do all my own stunts. You know, I would I hang out of helicopters and and I I jump off of of uh, cliffs and da, da, da. and Udo comes back. He he's got this thick German accent. He goes, German accent. "Well, I have in my contract. I don't do my own stunts because I don't <laughs> yeah. want to hurt my body." So I don't do that. That's, and Bill that's like, oh, okay. That was it good was Russian. the weirdest show. You do you do good Russian. That was very good. Uh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, but, uh, but I don't. <laughs> what was that? He did this thing. The fly. The fly moment. Oh, the fly. Oh, right. The fly. Does, oh, my gosh. He does all these horror movies. He's, you know, he's yeah. played Dracula, and he's done all these really ho- creepy movies. Yeah. And he was, he was saying that, he was joking, but he was saying that he would kill flies with his hand. No, I think he, he really mm-hmm. was serious. He, he I think he catch a serious. fly with his hand. Freak. And he, so he would say, Mommy, Mommy. This is this was how he did it. He said, Mommy, I caught the fly. I caught the fly. Look. Oh, yeah. God. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> we were obsessed with that. Oh, she was. She just kept. Oh my gosh. I couldn't stop it. Every time I talked to her, she would just lay the fly. I think Guy's getting a little tired. I think no, so. I think no, you know, just, we keep trying to let him go, and then we're we holding on to I'm loving. I'm listening. I'm having a good time listening to you guys. Well, it's your show, and here we are reminiscing about other other guests. I mean, that's not right. It's not, my show. it's not my show. It's your show. I'm guest starring. I'm I'm just a guest in your home. Yeah, and, and, oh. and you should be have our full attention. No, I'm a guest yes. in your home. It's your home, so I'm just following along. Yeah, you don't want to hear about home. other guests. I mean, that's yeah. rude. Oh, uh, no, I, I'll hear about everybody. I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'm not greedy like that. Not yet. Let me win an Oscar first, and then, then I'll get yeah. uh, then, then I'll turn into that. But let me get the Oscar. First when he wins his Oscar, he'll have his handlers call us. Yeah. Oh, uh, we have guy on the phone. We, no, it's not oh. guy then. Yeah, please don't don't get a publicist like Norman Reedus's publicist. We when we tried booking him. Um, the first email we got was he's not available, and I wanted to write back. You mean like ever? He's not available ever. 
in yeah, life I got, ever. I got, a, I got a fun publicist. She's awesome. I'm with uh, the Anderson Group. Renee is great. Good. Good. Yeah, she's, as long as she doesn't send out emails that says, guy's not available ever. 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 Like, ever. No, not, not, no, not ever. Not ever. She'll send, you know, like I'm not available at noon. Like today yeah. I made myself a Today I made myself available at noon because it was you guys. Normally, my publicist would be very angry to know that I was working at noon. Oh, lunchtime. Yeah. Got to eat. You do need to eat. You got to keep up your your strength because you're Batman. Yeah, call the union. Call the union. You know, I, you I were working at lunch. lunch. More money. After this call, I'm going to be calling. I'm going to be calling SAG immediately. But even though you guys. <laughs> And you also called them for hazard pay because there was a lot of hazardous stuff going on here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. I know. Oh, we're really boy. getting angry. Oh, we're going to let you go, guys. So you go to the gym and work out. Go to the gym. Go work out. Oh. Well, well, while we pass out. Yeah. Had a blast today. Thanks for having me on. You guys are amazing. You're amazing, you? too. And come on again soon. Will do. Open okay, invitation. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye. He's great. He is great. I, I, I he's a really sweet guy. I, I, you know, I appreciate. Sorry that. about the sports talk. Oh no, that was, yeah, I was zoning out. I was, I zoned out for a little bit there. Okay. But uh, wow. I like how you, you know, he was trying to, you kept reeling him back in too. It's kind of like when Jane and I talk on the phone, it's the same thing. She, she'll say, "Okay, well, I need to go." And then an hour later, <laughs> I need to go <laughs> and yourself. And I have to tell but, them about your Facebook audios. I have to. So on Facebook, you know, you can leave audio messages now. So Miss Jane, you know, I I introduced her to this, and so I'll come home and I'll have not one voicemail. At least yeah, at least five. <laughs> like Jane. I, my ADD brain can't take this, but um, but it's kind of neat though because it keeps us. If we don't talk on the phone, then we kind of stay stay connected through through audios. So <laughs> kind of neat. Yeah, so if people anchor. see me, if people see me on, because you you can see people on their cell phone if they're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If you see mm-hmm. my little green light on, it means I'm messaging Tasha. <laughs> she's yeah, and she's probably always on. So I was kidding. Yeah, I'm it kidding. probably looks like I'm on Facebook 24/7, but actually yeah. I'm just using Messenger. Yeah, yeah, leaving me, telling me a last story through audio. But well, you know, you know my. If if you're my friend, I will communicate a lot. And uh, yeah, a lot. A lot. Absolutely. A lot. Relentless. <laughs> you're relentless. You're so needy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, says Patty. You're my you're my payback for when I was needy. You know, you're my karma. <laughs> but no. <laughs> My patty, the patty okay. part of my personality is needy. The other part is yeah. not. It's like a yeah. You're yin-yang. you're a, you're a contradiction. Yes, you're, yeah. you're a walking contradiction. So are you. For we sure. all are. You know. Yeah, we are. No, race. I'm a hot mess. I I I'm I'm past a hot mess. I'm a, you know just a, a, I'm on fire. I'm burning. You know, I'm a burning pile of on fire of crap. I'm on fire. <laughs> I'm on fire. Well, I'm really disappointed that that his, that guy's um, relatives didn't call. His mother called the last yeah. time. She was adorable. 
Well, you know, we'll have him and back, and we'll, we'll make and She space. did that on her yeah. own. You know, she mm-hmm. didn't. We didn't contact her. It wasn't one of those surprise calls. We don't do that anymore. Um, she was probably just listening to the show and just wanted to say yeah. hi to her boy. Yeah. And it was just well, adorable. Well, you know, next time we have him on, we'll, uh, we'll line up some calls. We'll have yeah. his mama call. His mama. We'll have his mom, his dad, his, his sister, mama. his dog. Yeah, the whole, whole clan. Yeah. His dog, yeah. <laughs> well, Tucker was trying. I don't know if you heard Tucker, but in I the background. Him. I heard him. I was laughing. I was laughing. Yeah. Right. You had to get his cents in. His <laughs> two cents in. Um, every show. But, um, I still think you should have squeezed him. Yeah, well, you can, I tell you what, the next time we have a show where it's just, you know, it's just the two of us, I will I will squeeze him. I mean, we could interview He'll be Tucker. Our co- He's a rock star He'll be our co-host. He'll yeah, be our guest. So yeah, what do you think about that, Tucker? And you'll squ- <laughs> he's, he's very snobbish, you know. He has to be top billing because he's a rock star cat. So. Yeah. Well, I am. I'm tired. Are you? I, yeah, I could I could rest. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We were, thunder, we were supposed to get thunderstorms today. It's kind of cloudy, but not... Mm-hmm. Not, but the, the president was in town, so there was like oh, okay. traffic. There were traffic. Traffic. I can't even talk. That that that. Traffic jams. Yeah. Forever. It was mm. just crazy. But I think he left. I think he's gone. Yeah. Bye, Obama. Uh-huh. Not sure. Yeah. Bye, bye. But okay. yeah, it's very cloudy out and humid. Oh, and yeah. And that's my weather it's, report. Uh, it's sunny here and humid. So. This is exciting. Well, there you go, always, everybody. You know, you're always, when you start talking about the weather, it's probably time to wrap it up. Yeah, nobody's listening. Everybody hung up. Nobody. Everybody. Said, okay, it's just the two, and then we're out of here. Bye. Yeah. Bye. But I know that I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that we got a lot. Of, we we have a lot of listeners for Guy. Oh, I'm sure. He's you know he's incredible. We'll keep him up to date on um, the downloads. The downloads. Or is it uploads? I always uh, get confused. Downloads. Download, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. We upload the music. We'll, keep, we download we'll give him the, the lowdown on the downloads. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yep. Okay, so when do we have... We have um, tentative tentative shows scheduled. We're waiting to hear back from a couple of people, uh, but their schedules are very busy. So, mm-hmm. And we don't really want to bug them that much, but... Uh, Hopefully we'll have somebody on another returnee in June and another returnee in July. Exciting. Or not. Or not. Or maybe we'll, or just, not. Call, uh, we'll just chat. Maybe we'll just chit-chat. We'll just chat, and whoever wants to call in can call in. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's It'll just fun. be open invitation and just whatever you want to do. Yeah. Well, we, we're we're begging Paul. You know, Paul Sampson. We we're we're Paul Sampson needs to come back on because yeah, uh, good old Polly. Yeah, Sampson should be calling in. Uh, yeah, he should. Yeah. So, and that would be his his ninth the his yeah, ninth appearance, which would make him I don't know. We'd have to come up with a title. Well, he'll never be my favorite, regardless. But <laughs> but um. No, I'm just kidding. I love Paul. I love him yeah. so much. I know. I know. Paul and I have kind of an interesting relationship. Yeah, yeah. he wants it's to put grass up thing. your nose. 
He wants to pick grass at my nose. I want to, you know, punch him in his nose. But it's it's a love hate really. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun dynamics. It's it's all all in good fun. All in good fun. Yes, it is. All of our shows are so. um, Mm Mhm. Anyway, let's leave it at that, and we will let people know when our next show will be scheduled. We'll promote it like crazy. Yeah, Tucker's Tucker's me out. Yes, we'll. We've been on for now almost 90 minutes. Goodness. Well, I, I have a minute. Yeah, a minute and a half left. All right, let's let's wrap this up. Let's then. wrap it up. Okay, guys, okay. Um, we'll see you next time. Thanks, okay, guys. Bye, everyone. Love you. Thank you, guys. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.